Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This is the broadcast for May 22nd in the year of our Lord, 2019. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America is our guide, our blueprint for liberty. And yes, indeed, the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. We've got day job so we're not begging for your money but if you have the heart to help and if we provide value to you please reciprocate and donate today every penny will be used to tell the tale of liberty and promote news the networks refuse to use libertyroundtable.com for live and on-demand radio at your fingertips libertyroundtable.com that's our talk show our syndicator the news network 24 7 incredible hard-hitting talk radio libertynewsradio.com so libertyroundtable.com or libertynewsradio.com all brought to you in part by raw honey Delivered directly to your door. Multiple flavors, taste phenomenal, good for your health, natural, health, healing, more. Get a hold of Kurt, C-U-R-T, at libertyroundtable.com or 801-669-2211 or localhoneyman.com. A recap of yesterday's show starts now. We talked about Mr. Mitt Romney, senator from Utah, does not support Alabama abortion law. Uh, Donald Trump also hesitant. You know, you got to ask yourself, where does life begin? Alveda King says new abortion laws are not to punish women, but to give babies civil rights. Boy, howdy, is she spot on. We need to end the Holocaust on the unborn, says Jesse Lee Peterson. Incredible point. And we syndicate Jesse Lee Peterson on Liberty News Radio as well. One of our incredible around-the-clock talk show hosts. Check that out today. Um, you know what? We're, there's a hearing green light on undercover baby body parts videos so we're making ground folks to tell the truth about how abusive abortion really is and i'm grateful for that but we need more and i understand mitt romney and donald trump and others saying hey this alabama law kind of goes too far there's no exceptions 99 year prison sentence i mean it's more um hostile than almost anything else we've got in our society um but at the same time you got to ask the question do you want to move that window to the conservative, to the right, to the moral. And uh, if you're going to move that over to the window, uh, how do you do it? And, uh, you know, you, you say a Utah with an 18-week abortion ban on one low end, if you will, and Alabama with the high end, the most pro-life end. Um, you know what? Now the matrix might be in the middle of those two. And if they don't go that far, we don't move that matrix where it belongs, that Overton window where it belongs. So I commend Alabama, and if I'm going to err, or err, whatever you want to call that, on one side or the other, I'm going to go to the extreme conservative side, the extreme pro-life side. Uh, the I don't know if I should say extreme, but the very, very pro-life view. It's always easy to back off that some. But if we're going to have, for the next, what, 50 years since Roe versus Wade, almost, 45 years, if we're going to have a mistake, let's, let's mistake on the pro-life side and be a little too pro-life. A little less of women's rights and a whole lot more babies' rights. Maybe we've got a lot of time to make up for, if you will. Um, I personally think there ought to be a little bit of exception 
for rape or incest or some of these things. The life of the mother. Uh, I think sometimes that stuff is misused, but I think we need to be very careful. At the same time, though, I don't want Romney or Trump or anybody else being spun in the mainstream press that they reject the law and they'd prefer it to stay the murderous way that it is. I don't think that's a fair characterization of any of them. Uh, I know Trump and, and, and Romney and others have kind of waffled on the pro-life stance a bit in their, quote, political careers uh, and in their lives, publicly speaking. But I will say this. Um, you know what? I want to give them the benefit of the doubt on pro-life. And I want to advocate to say, look, are they really saying it's gone too far and they'd rather have it the way that it is? That's the way the mainstream press wants you to believe it is. That's not true. I just think they're simply pointing out there where they think it ought to be, which is fine. But let's not make it as if they don't support the Alabama law, because I don't know that that's actually correct. Now, it is true that Donald and Romney and others are trying to kind of distance themselves because they don't want to be painted as the extreme. It's okay. That landscape of different views with different people, that's all welcome in America. That's a good thing. What's not a good thing is to misrepresent someone's beliefs as if they're not pro-life. I think Trump is pro-life, big time, even though he agrees with the exceptions. So let's not spin it any other way than the truth. Let's move that Overton window to the conservative moral point of view. And let's work through in our nation what makes the most sense to protect women and babies. We can do both, you know. It's not one or the other. It's not a divide and conquer. It's a let's figure out how to work together plan to preserve life. One of the greatest purposes and needful reasons for government in the first place. Just my two cents. All right. We talked about Donald Trump. He says you do have a military industrial complex and boy, they do love war. Wow. He's right about that. And it's very hard for Donald Trump to back away from war. But I'm fearful that Donald is talking out of turn and getting too belligerent. He kind of says, hey, if Iran threatens the United States, we're going to just end Iran. Okay, I wouldn't say things like that on the public national stage if it were me, or international stage. I think that's very foolish rhetoric. Just my two cents. Roy Moore, wonderful man, strongly considering a second Alabama Senate bid, and I pray he does, and I pray he's successful. Kim and Kanye named their baby Psalm. You know, after the biblical book, if you will. Yeah, psalm means song. Pretty fitting for a rapper, huh? But at least he's biblical. At least he believes in Christ. At least he has a one-man, one-woman marriage. At least they're welcoming children to their relationship. You know what? Good for Kim and Kanye. If there was a Chuck Norris Award for heroes, I would give it to three Students, a football and track coach and a Marine turned security guard, etc., etc., etc. A Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints member was shot twice as he was rushing one of the gunmen in Colorado school shooting. So, you know what? Some heroes doing some great things. Good guys with guns are the answer. That was our one Liberty Roundtable Live. Sam and Kurt breaking it down just for you. LibertyRoundtable.com. Hour two. We talked about Texas A&M University fights to keep secret. Qatari funding. Yeah, I kid you not. Qatari funding apparently pays for school campus and a program in the Middle East. Did you know we were educating with our tax dollars? No, Sam, don't worry. It's Qatari funding the United States, not the other way around. Follow the money, folks. You'll find out we have a lot of money in foreign aid and a lot of partnering going on with cash. The United States always loves to spend cash. Beware, my fellow Americans. But what are we funding 
or I'm sorry, why are we training and, and, and arming and, and, and all these things, all these countries around the world? Why do we even have a relationship educationally with Qatari in the first place? U.S. school fails Christian student. Yeah, taught that a Muslim prayer and Muslim faith is more powerful than Christian faith. But they say U.S. school fails Christian student. I agree with that, but I would say more the parents are failing the poor Christian student. Why are the parents putting their kids in a government school that hates Christianity in the first place, huh? James Comey lied to Congress under oath, as if that's breaking news. Where's the accountability? When are people going to jail, huh? The only people in jail that I know are the innocent. For the most part, liberals are running around uh, like Hillary Clinton and James Comey, perjuring themselves, lying. Even George Bush lied to Congress and said he wasn't spying on all of us, and it turned out that he was. None of these people go to jail. But a Steve Stockman who wants to stop the IRS abuses is in jail. Yeah. Why, folks? Why? A Philip Zadioti who wants to just help a fellow citizen in jail. Okay, the innocent are in jail, folks, and the criminals are running around free. And Donald says he wants to do something about it, but he frees all of his inside big rich friends and none of us can get a hold of the Donald. Morehouse College, a black male college, racist as all get out, sexist as all get out. But they're in the news because a college graduation speaker and billionaire, guy's name is Robert Smith, pledges to pay all the graduating class of 2019 student debts, it's an estimated $40 million. And he can do what he wants with his money. Good for him. But we highlighted the reality that the system is broken. Believe it or not, uh, there's a college costs call for creativity article in USA Today. And they say that Americans are carrying $1.57 trillion in student loan debt. It is out of control. As college costs continue to rise, and they say, and there seems to be no end in sight, the gap is going to get narrower and narrower at the top of who, who can even afford this anymore. No doubt about that. The SAT and ACT tests inject race into the exam. Yeah. They call it an adversity score, and it's going to upend the ruling on Affirmative action stuff, folks. They're just playing games, and it's at the collegiate level, and it's all funded by our tax dollars. What a shame. The Republicans promised to shut down the education department and get the federal government out of it for literally decades with nothing done. Representative Justin Amash walking it alone, the only Republican to attack Donald Trump and say that he has committed impeachable offenses. But you know what? He stopped short of calling to impeach the president, which I don't understand. Hey, Justin, if Donald's committed impeachable offenses, then we should have an impeachment, shouldn't we, sir? Or are you fine with impeachable offenses committed but no impeachment? House Freedom Caucus criticizes the Democrats and Justin Amash for accusing Donald Trump of impeachable conduct. Look, I'm not here to pick sides. I'm just here to say if there is impeachable conduct, let's have a jury get to the bottom of it congress an investigative team let's know the truth and let's create accountability on every side shall we all criminals all criminals should be accountable shouldn't they liberty roundtable live why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less 
Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. Hey, listen up. This is a deep state alert. Former Texas Congressman Steve Stockman, who moved to arrest Lois Lerner for contempt of Congress, has been imprisoned by the very office that Lerner led. You heard right. Stockman hit the Obama administration hard, and they hit back with the full force of the federal government. The guy who said he wanted Mark Levin as Speaker of the House was the first to threaten Obama's impeachment, exposed Hillary's selling steel to the Iranians, and blocked both Obama's immigration and gun bills from even reaching the House. But Obama holdovers came after him in federal court with trumped up charges and have locked our guy up. Like many others, he was on Obama's hit list. Steve fought for us in Congress, now we need to fight for him. Don't abandon this wounded hero on the battlefield. Let's help cover his massive legal costs. To chip in five bucks or more, text the word FIGHT to 444-999. That's FIGHT, F-I-G-H-T, to 444-999. Or go to DefendAPatriot.com. That's DefendAPatriot.com. On Fox Business News, Herman Cain says that black Americans have been brainwashed to hate Donald Trump. And I think he's right on that. Sad to say we've divided America over race unnecessarily. They've been hammering in the mainstream press that the Donald's a racist for literally ever since he walked down the escalator. And I don't think Donald's a racist at all. And I think that black people need to learn that, you know what, we're all Americans, folks. It isn't black versus white. And that's kind of the debate that they want to have. And I reject that whole racist notion. We are all God's children. Let's start to behave and treat one another like it. Shall we please, please, people? Come on. Harvard law professor goes off the rails. His name is Lawrence Scribe. Or Lawrence Tribe, I guess it is. Lawrence Tribe. And he said Donald Trump has physical and behavioral resemblances to Hitler. And I guess if we're all human, every one of us has eyes and ears. And, you know, in that sense, I guess we're all kind of like Hitler. Hitler was created in God's image, and so are we. So there you go. But nevertheless, it's a very uh, abusive, hostile, without merit statement, in my opinion. Um, Again, you know, usually whatever somebody does in terms of bad behavior, then they want to basically cast that on somebody else. So the guy that stole something, usually the guy accusing everybody else of stealing something, right? Well, uh, no different for the Harvard-trained professor. I mean, he goes to a school that literally made its money, made its fame, made its whole institution on slavery in years of old, right? And then they run around and go, oh, Donald's Hitler-esque? Okay. (laughs) Kind of interesting. Anyway, that's a recap of the broadcast that took place yesterday. It is still available online with show notes and more at libertyroundtable.com. News the network refused to use starts now. Kirk Crosby's with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. 
Buenos dias. And greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. All right. We talked a lot about education yesterday. We talked about how the education costs are just through the roof, how they say there's no end in sight. <clears throat> we talked about how abusive the education system is, where they literally hate Christians. We talked about why parents continue to put their kids in government schools at such great expense uh, and, and with the teachings that are just abusive from, you know, gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender indoctrination uh, to hating Christians. to I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And the money to do so is just out of this world expensive to where families are even get taken out loans and nobody can pay the money back. I mean, it's $1.57 trillion of debt, not to, not to mention promoting principles, uh, you know, that we disagree with completely as Christians and, and Americans and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it's amazing how the system continues. Republicans promising to get rid of the federal government involvement, never getting it done. I don't understand how the system continues to stay in place, uh, knowing that it's the 10th plank of the Communist Manifesto. Let's be very clear. Well, anyway, with that all in mind, Kurt wants to talk about um, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saint missionaries, and they were approved for what's called BYU Pathway Worldwide. It's a very narrow story, but... And the reason I say it's narrow is because it applies to missionaries of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So not only do you got to be a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but now you got to be a missionary for them as well. So it's a very narrow story. But here's the point. It has broad application. You might not get it at first. That's why I highlight that. But it has broad application of the, of the point being made. Kurt? Well, yeah, Sam. The, uh, the things that I like about it is... Um it applies worldwide um you know um one of the key things is you know i mean you're talking about basically uh all over the world uh any individual who has serves uh, choose to serve as a missionary is automatically able to uh participate in this worldwide education program that basically makes it a very inexpensive way to uh I guess you could say a pathway, a very inexpensive pathway to uh, some kind of a degree. Um, whereas uh, I think in many of these places, it just wasn't available before. And, and I'm not telling you that everybody uh, needs to do this, but they have uh, ways they can have... Uh, Oh, like certificates for different things, uh, you know, where you don't need a university degree for it, but you might need some kind of a, uh, some kind of certificate to participate in that industry, you know. So it's just neat to me to see uh, what kind of things are available, and especially when you talk about where the church is getting involved. Uh, just like the churches used to do hospitals, uh, well, when the churches do typically uh, education, then it's a whole lot less expensive as well. Yeah, do you know a lot about this pathway program, Kurt? You know, I've tried to study up. I even tried to participate uh, just so that I could see what it was like. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't it make any so sense happened. for you to participate, Kurt. Well, I know. So let me explain it, the way know, the program works so everybody gets it. If you've already right, gone to some college and you have college credits, uh and or if you uh, already are, are already approved for college, then Pathways is not a program for you. 
Pathways is a program for you if you need to get to the point where you can qualify for college, if you will. In other words, oftentimes it's hard to get into college. It's either very expensive. You don't know how you'll do. You don't know what your direction is. You've got to make money along the way. So this Pathways program gives you about a semester of credits, but takes a year to accomplish. And the reason it takes a year to accomplish is because it's a slower track so that you can go to school while you're working or so that you can uh, get the credits necessary. So there's a lot of times an entrance bar to get into a lot of colleges. And so you need credits uh, at a junior college or a pathways program or some program that can transfer to college. And so this pathways program is for those who have never gone to college and or those who don't have the credits or the grades to get into college. Uh, and who can't afford the expense. It's very inexpensive. And even members, or people who are not members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, even those people can use the Pathway program. It's a little bit more expensive for those. However, the point is that it helps you prepare for and get into college. Let's say you graduated for high school, from high school and you took enough math to graduate from high school, but it's not really enough math to get into college. In other words, you're not ready to take a, a, a college math class. This program is designed to help you on a slower track make those prerequisites happen to where now you can transfer those credits and get into college. And it's designed to help you kind of raise your educational um, experiences to the bar required for college and then give you transferable credits to get it done very inexpensively. My point is it's a fantastic, it's an incredible program worldwide. And it uh, is online. Uh, and they also have a, an option where you can meet locally with people, too, for study groups and for more. It is a tremendous blend of new educational opportunities, without a doubt. It is inexpensive. And if you want to go to college but felt like college has kind of been out of sight in terms of, one, the educational requirements to be ready to go, the prerequisites, so to speak, and number two, you feel like it's out of your range financially, then it is an incredible option. For somebody like Kurt, from what I understand, Kurt, you've already been to Brigham Young University, and you've got you know a significant number of college credits or whatever. For you, you can just go back to school and continue. The Pathway program wouldn't really fit what you're needing to accomplish because you're already somewhat collegiately educated, uh, and you don't need the, you've probably already got the credits that they can provide for you. The other way that the Pathways program is really good is you mentioned, Kurt, these certificates that you can get. So if you don't intend on pursuing a longer educational opportunity, in other words, your goal is not to make that bar to get into college, so to speak, then your goal is to get a certificate so that you can at least have some credentials in something. Uh, in other words, let's say that you want accounting. They have an accounting certificate, which will help you get into accounting 10 times easier for a job than if you don't have any certificate at all. So it does one of two things, either preps you and kind of helps you pole vault to college and or provides a certificate giving you some certifications uh, of education. It is a tremendous program. And when I say it's not for Kurt, I'm not downing it. I'm just saying that I think Kurt, for example, um, is already beyond what Pathways can provide for him unless Kurt just wants a certificate in something. But Kurt can go back to school and use the credits that he got, I don't know, 30 years ago or whatever it is, uh, and, and still move forward in his educational plans. He can transfer those credits other places. This is primarily for people who don't have any credits and who need a little bit of, of confidence building and or kind of catching up or reacquainting themselves with the education system to make sure that when they do take college classes that they're prepared to make it successful. Uh, is that your understanding of the program, Kurt? 
Pretty much. Uh, one of my main interests uh, that I hoped to figure out at that time was uh, they offer a certificate in what's called social media marketing. And I was thinking it might help uh, in in our work with uh, some of the websites and the different things like that. Uh, but, you know, the bottom line is uh, you've covered it very well, Sam. I can give you a list of the certificates. You can see them online at byupathway.lds.org. Uh, you know, and then they've got a lot of certificates there, associate degrees. Hold on, let's come back to the break. Let's degrees, do the list of, of some stuff. of these things. You're right. And every bit of these pathway programs and certificates, one of the beautiful parts about it is, you can end up with a certificate. You can eventually turn that into a two-year degree, and you can eventually turn that into a four-year degree. All the credits are transferable. That's quite unique as well. We'll talk about that in seconds. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. A Democratic Alabama state senator is now sponsoring a bill that would repeal the state's abortion ban that passed last week, which makes performing an abortion at any stage of pregnancy a felony unless the mother's health is in danger. Yesterday, hundreds of rallies in favor of abortion rights were held in communities nationwide. One such rally in Maryland, Diana Phillip of Pro-Choice Maryland says, We should be concerned that mothers, daughters, and sisters all throughout our land are being challenged with the idea that they can't access the full spectrum of reproductive health care. We need to be concerned for all the states, not just Maryland. As more House Democrats push to open impeachment proceedings against President Trump, Speaker Nancy Pelosi will discuss the issue with her caucus this morning. She's been cool to the idea of preferring aggressive investigations. And you're listening to USA Radio News. So you sit down and do your budget, and you look at all your monthly costs and your bills and your income, and it seems like there's never quite enough. You know what would really help, finding $500 a month to help balance things out. That is the typical savings, $500 a month for a family when you switch to MediShare for your health care. And when it comes to health care sharing ministries, MediShare is really the gold standard. It's been around for 25 years and has more than 400,000 members. It's been around so long and grown so much because it works. And whether you're single or married or have kids, this could make sitting down to do a monthly budget a lot more fun. $500 a month can more than cover a car payment or payback loans, whatever. So join MediShare and go out to dinner to celebrate. Here's the number to call. They are incredibly kind and helpful to talk to. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Trump administration officials briefing lawmakers on Capitol Hill about the rising tensions with Iran. Here's USA Radio's Wendy King. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo explains what they discussed. We walked through our efforts and our ultimate objective over the past days, which has been to deter Iran. Also meeting with them, Acting Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan. I walked them through what the Department of Defense has been doing since May 3rd when we received credible intelligence about threats to our interests in the Middle East and to American forces. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King. 
Severe weather that's been slamming a broad stretch of the country, now blamed for at least three deaths. That storm system killing at least two people in Missouri, one in Oklahoma, as rain, flooding, hail, and dozens of tornadoes continue and will continue in that region today. And this is USA Radio News. All right, by the way, this is an extremely worthwhile discussion, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to tell you why. This um, discussion is solutions-based. Big time is what I love about it. Kurt wisely pointed out uh, that this relates to the churches, and the churches used to be involved in education, and the churches used to be involved in uh, philanthropy, and the churches used to be involved in hospitals, and I mean, it was the great charitable arm of the people, ladies and gentlemen, through their religious institutions. And this brings that back. And when we talk about education being so expensive, you can't just deal with it. And government schools and all, there's answers. And that's why we spend so much time on this. And you say, well, Sam, I'm not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I know. But this Pathways program is available to you, too. It's just not quite as inexpensive. But it's still one of the most inexpensive, one of the most creative, one of the most unique solutions on the market today. So the reason that uh, Pathways doesn't work for, say, a Kurt or for somebody else who's already qualified and got into a college is because they don't need it. The whole goal is to help people get ready for and to uh, start slow, to start like a lot of people have children or responsibilities or a spouse, and they just can't drop everything and go to school. But they want to go to school. How do you get that done? Well, this Pathways program takes it slower takes it online, gives you meetup groups to meet with in the evenings to where you can work and go to school at the same time and do so inexpensively. It's designed to help you get a foothold into the education system. It is delightful. The other reason, in addition to that, is like Kurt said, to get some of these um, degrees, some of these certificates. So you can start out getting a certificate. A lot of them just take a year to get done. And then you can eventually turn that certificate into a two-year degree all the credits transferred and everything else. And then eventually that two-year degree into a four-year degree. The perfect name for this, Kurt, is it puts you on the pathway. <laughs> the pathway to get this done, it is tremendous. So, Kurt, I don't know if you would qualify to be able to take that multimedia class, although your your intentions are great. If you've already got college credit, I'm not so sure that you qualify <clears throat> because your your education is beyond what the degree is. I don't know if you've got a two-year degree or if you just went to college and have credits, but either way, they would say you need to apply those credits, go back to school and, and work on it. You might be beyond that certificate. I don't know that. I'm not saying that I'm right there. There's, that's something that I don't know about the program. But I know the program is designed to give you a certificate, to get you some education that's certifiable, and then to eventually use all those credits to be able to be transferred as you get ready for your collegiate education. And it's a way to do it slowly. It's a way to do it inexpensively. It's a way to do it um, even if you've got other obligations on, on, on your plate. It is a tremendous. And this can be done, by the way, can be mirrored by other religious institutions or private organizations. or I mean, they can create similar uh, programs, Kurt. And so anyway, this isn't just for missionaries or just for the members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This is a broad-based solutions-oriented initiative um, that's starting with a very unique group in many ways. And I've got more to say about this, but I want to bring Kurt into this, too. This is a tremendous example. A trend-setting solution, Kurt, is why I want to focus on it so much. It is a tremendous opportunity. 
Very good, Sam. And one of the reasons I wanted to bring it up is uh, it is a, a news piece um, recently since it is a change where every missionary, there's there's close to 70,000 of them worldwide, um, everyone well, is automatically... You say 70,000 of them serving right this uh, second, but since they, they go right. every 18 months or every two years, though, we're talking about hundreds and millions of right. people potentially, right? That's right. That's right. And and so they're all eligible automatically upon their service, in other words. Uh, so they've been, uh, you know, kind of, I don't know if you'd say grandfathered in or whatever, but it's it's kind of a cool, uh, I think, uh, opportunity, whether you're in Ghana or in the United States of America or any other country that, you know, participates in this. Yeah, so, and speaking uh, of these tests, Kurt, that we talked about yesterday, the ACT and the yeah, SAT. SAT mm-hmm. that have become very racial and very manipulated and, and stuff. Right. Where people study for it and cheat on it and all this kind of stuff. And then the bar is set so high to try to get into these expensive Ivy League colleges, and then the cost of education is just through the roof expensive. I'm convinced going on a, on a mission, if you're a member of the church, and then coming back and starting in the Pathways program while going to work is one of the best ways you can move forward now. I really believe this. Even if other opportunities are available to you, I still think this is a better choice. And the reason that I do is because it's like my dad said one time when I was a kid. I said, Dad, should I go to college or should I work? I got a job offer. And he said, well, how much does going to college pay you? And I'm like, well, nothing, Dad. You got to pay to go to college. And he goes, I get it. (laughs) In other words, how much lost dollars and time is it when you don't work, when you expect to borrow student loan money, you're going to go to school for four or five years or whatever it is. How much money have you lost by the end of it? And I really like the idea of starting to go to college slow to looking at education as maybe I won't be done by the time I'm 21, but I will be done if I stick with it, stick at it, keep at it, work on it. And, and I do it slowly and I work and I go to school. Yeah, it's a, a heavy load, but hard work gets you a lot of places, folks. And it's a way to not end up after a four-year degree in a bunch of debt. You might get done when you're 25 instead of 21. But you also can work in the process and continue to pursue life. I think the Pathways program, personally, is one of the best ways because all those credits will transfer, Kurt, to collegiate opportunities everywhere. I mean, it is a, it is an and amazing another, program. And another reason we bring it up, ladies and gentlemen, uh, sure, we want to you know tout good things from uh, our personal church, and we are grateful for that. But we also know that... Uh, and it's like, for example, Chick-fil-A, uh, they do things very well, and any any other restaurant ought to learn from them and, uh, you know, duplicate it if they want to be successful. And so other places can certainly learn from, I mean, if this is a, a, I mean, a good example, then other places can learn from it, other churches, other entities, and that kind of thing. I, I was Now, by the way, they partnered uh, with... with BYU or Brigham Young University, uh, Idaho campus. BYU-Idaho is what it's called. And the reason that I bring that up is because there's a lot of Catholic schools and a lot of Protestant collegiate schools out there that can follow a same pattern. They can work on an entry-level program that will transfer credits, and they can partner with their schools just the same way to make your point, Kurt. Yeah, that's great. Uh, exactly. And uh, so many other, you know, whether it's Baptist, I mean, uh, there's just a lot of opportunity there uh, to participate in this area. And we can take back this educational, 
all these institutions from the, uh, I don't know, the homosexuals and all that other stuff and, you know, kind of re, um, uh, retake that area that's been taken over by all these uh godless folks in my opinion uh yeah, but we anyway, can also uh, focus one, on getting through college which we we believe is important education is good and important uh, without the debt factor though kurt without being in debt yeah. to your eyeballs where you can't even see straight when you're done well and that's another reason we went into this we saw these stories uh you know these massive government uh, you know um stories about uh well in this case it was morehouse school where this uh uh philanthropist was teaching there or uh, speaking there and he decided to pay off the education debt for all the graduating seniors and uh, it was like 40 million dollars Sam I mean it was a huge uh, amount of money and uh, that leads me to you know believe hey let's look at solutions so these people don't have to you know have these massive uh, debts and all that kind of stuff and so that's what brought this piece together one yeah, other I thing think... i found go, go ahead. ahead i was just going to say one other thing i found interesting when i was uh, originally looking at it uh, one of our well our youngest son was in the middle of uh, making the decision hey where to uh, you know, continue his education. I was trying to uh, encourage him in this area simply because I agree with the way you said, uh, like when your dad, you asked your dad, uh, where should you go? And he said, well, how much money do you make uh, doing what I call chair time, uh, you know, sitting there uh, and not getting paid a cent, and yet you have to pay for it. Um, I, I think there's a lot of education that actually occurs when you're working. Um, and many times uh, the uh, success you have uh, uh, occurs a lot of the times just because of who you know and not not so much w what they think you know because of some certificate or paperwork. You yeah, know. it's also important and to that, note that, that in that real world, too, not only do you gain a lot of education like you're saying, Kurt, but you kind of get an idea of what you really like to do, what you don't like to do, what your aptitude is. Do you want to work inside or outside or... You know, do you like to work with people or do you like to work with machines or do you, you know, you gain a lot of practical real world. Most of the people that get degrees end up doing something different than their degree anyway. And, and this real education you're talking about really kind of puts the rubber on the road when it comes to understanding of where you want to spend your time and what you really enjoy. That's right. a piece that is missing. And, and while you you're go to doing school it for six years, you get done. You don't know any of that. And while you're doing it, if you get paid a little bit, you can put some rubber on the road. You know what I mean? So yeah, you can actually have a car. Ooh, imagine that. Um, when we come back, let's talk about it more because i got a bunch of other points to make, and so does Kurt. Obviously, this is a delightful topic, and I think it's worth every minute of our time and more. Hang tight, folks. Sam and Kurt, this is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. <laughs> You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not 
need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Megagoria. The Strategy of Heaven Revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. All right, sorry to talk too much. This topic is just dear to my heart and so exciting for solutions, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're talking about education. We're talking about the Pathways Program by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, and there's a lot of reasons that it's just so valuable, so solutions-oriented. Kurt? Well, yeah, Sam, and uh, just a quick list of some of the certificates that are available. Uh, administrative assistant, advanced marriage and family functioning, agribusiness, auto service technology, basic accounting, business administration, business an analysis, business and leadership skills, child and family advocacy, commercial fundamentals, uh, computer-aided design and drafting, computer programming, computer support, construction, field supervision, database, entrepreneurship, uh, family history research, hospitality and tourism management, human resource management, human services, marriage, family, and human relations, parent and family education, social media marketing, system administration, T-E-S-O-L. You'll probably explain that better than me, Sam. Uh, then they say web back-end development, web front-end. So those are the ones that are listed under their certificates. Yeah, and all and those certificates you... can be transferred to a two-year degree. All the credits apply, Kurt. This is the beautiful thing about this program. Yeah. And then the two-year degrees can all apply to the four-year degrees. And so you can go as far as you want to. Under the associate degrees, you have applied management, applied technology, family history research, marriage and family studies, professional studies. Under bachelor's degrees, it says applied management, applied technology, marriage and family studies, professional studies. Uh, you know, and one other thing I found interesting, I was looking at the cost, you know, because we were talking about the money. Uh, and typically, oh, it's incredible. Any, Government uh, things, uh, I mean, you know, we've heard of, uh, what, semesters at Harvard for, I don't know, half, $50,000 or I, I'm not even sure what the numbers are. Many times they don't even list it. Uh, but in this case, uh, you, you, for BYU Pathway, you select the country you're from. And by doing that, you know, the numbers are different based on 
the country uh, and you can get a cost estimator for your uh, tuition for example if you select Ghana and you look at the full year your cost for Ghana uh, doing the standard version that would mean English you know and then you've got the 18 to 30 range it's sixty seven dollars and fifty cents for a year and now if you choose the United States the standard then your year is like like 10 times that amount you know 670 or whatever but I just found it interesting depending on where you are uh, you know I'm sure that those costs are uh, set up to make it doable for people you know what I mean yes sir <clears throat> and so there's there's kind of a couple of reasons to use this if you want a certificate it's a great way to use the program. If you want to raise the bar so you can get into college and have transferable credits and get on your way to a degree, it helps you get that done. If you want to do it inexpensively, it helps you get that done. If you say, I just need knowledge on a certain subject, as Kurt wisely pointed out, you can get that done. One of the other reasons they have so many things on the family and on, on research and things, a lot of people are saying, I don't even want a degree, but I do want to learn about something, as Kurt kind of said with the uh, media stuff. Uh, a lot of people can go to this and, and, and gain knowledge about how to do family research or to do whatever. So those are just some of the other reasons to focus on this. Now, I want to bring up the Perpetual Education Fund at this time as well. Um, I don't know how many people know about it, but it's based on self-reliance services is the idea. And um, what happened is back in 2001... Currently, the prophet of the, or back then, I should say, the prophet of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, his name was Gordon B. Hinckley at the time. He put together what's called the Perpetual Education Fund, and it's based on um, self-reliance. And the idea with this fund was that you would basically be able to take a loan out from the fund, and you would be able to use that to go to college, to go to school, or to get a degree, or to, okay? And um, then you would basically, once you got, your degree or your certificate or your, and you got placed in employment and you're able to make money then, you would then uh, pay into the fund more than you took out. And the idea is to help others get a foothold for education around the world. And it's a tremendous program. There's like 20,000 people in 2016 that were utilizing that program. Uh, and anyway, the point that I'm getting at is um, the Pathways program, along with this Perpetual Education Fund, even adds greater opportunities. Uh, and depending on your situation, the Pathways program may be better for you. The Perpetual Education Fund may be better for you. Or the combination may be the answer for you. Or none of the above. But you might contribute. Like, I don't need either of them. I've got a good job. I'm 50 years old. I don't really need to go to college, in my opinion. The Pathways program isn't going to help me. Uh, in my field, I mean, I'm, I'm beyond what Pathways can offer. Uh, I didn't get a degree like I should have, but I can contribute to the education fund and help others get a foothold. I bring this up, Kurt, because those are two grand solutions being offered by a church uh, and other churches and other institutions are working on these solutions as well. You ain't seen nothing yet. The proliferation of these opportunities are just going to skyrocket because there is no other way. It's too expensive. Uh, it's just fraught with cheating and, and, and the violation of Christian principles everywhere. It's so expensive. Nobody can handle it to where these opportunities are going to flourish. And these are two great examples. Uh, this um, perpetual education fund was announced in 2001, Kurt. They've been at it for 18 years already helping literally thousands and thousands and thousands of people find better ways to get money, better ways to pay back, and a better way to, to, to 
help one another and to work together. Uh, and, and this isn't the only program like it, by the way. There are scholarships and other programs. I'm just telling you it's tremendous. I believe these two keys to changing the game in education, to resetting the educational narrative, really, really make a difference, Kurt, because this uh, Pathways program partners with Brigham Young University, Idaho, which is a very well-known leading-edge educational institution, by the way. I've studied a ton about this, and I'm telling you that they are on the leading edge of educational change in the game, delivering education, quality education for literally pennies on the dollar. And they do it over and over and over and over with all their programs. I mean, they are becoming a global leader in educational private sector solutions, Kurt. Well, and that's one of the key reasons we want to bring it up. Um, you know, we like to see private sector and the, uh, especially the churches, the good people uh, participate. And as I understand it, they have about 500 locations right now that participate, uh, you know, mostly in, in uh, the United States at this time. But they utilize the uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints uh, churches, uh, and they uh, have these uh so you've got your online training, uh, but you also have a weekly uh, uh, get-together, if you will, uh, you know, like on Thursdays, um, and you get together with these different missionaries that are in charge of uh, the program and that kind of thing and help you along. And so you've got mentors and other people that you can, uh, you can meet with. It's just, I believe, uh, like you said, a solution in this area. And I would say it's more than a solution, though. I think it's it's not only an, a great idea, but it's a pioneering on-the-ground reality check of folks helping one another. And when we talk about the locations, those locations are support groups. So you can still do it even if you don't have a location near you. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, you know, and it's just uh, neat to see, uh, at least in my opinion. I mean, just imagine if you took this <clears throat> even further, uh, whether it's, you know, our church or any church, and uh, you made them all, um, well, schools, if you will, Sam. And, uh, you know, you uh, you made it so that, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, your church wasn't just a place for, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, weekly few hours or whatever it could be there for uh you know other educational opportunities as well and i mean uh of course the government would probably be upset about that that's and okay with me it becomes a it becomes a community hub though doesn't it well yeah i think there's you know and and yet it's based it would be based you know if you have the churches back in there it would you know change the rhetoric a lot and with the president uh pushing forward with the uh, getting rid of what's called the Johnson Amendment, uh, where the churches, uh, uh, sure, they can participate, but they if they talk about anything politically in the past, then they lose their uh, 501c3 status. And uh, now that that's been changed and uh, churches ought to push forward uh, strongly and, and participate in the uh, whole uh, system, uh, because because, uh, you know, basically they got their freedom of speech back, I think, Sam. There's no doubt about it. And remember, these solutions that we're talking about here, the uh, BYU Pathways Worldwide Program uh, and this Perpetual Education Fund 
Those are just two examples. Uh, and they're great examples. Don't get me wrong. I'm not downing them in any way. But my point is this is just the start of the forays into this kind of creative educational opportunities, Kurt. I think the church will do more. I think they will build on it. I think they will unite programs. I think they will, uh, you know, this will evolve and mature is my point. And I think as it does so, it'll be tremendous. But I also think other organizations are evolving and maturing in their programs too. And you are seeing the foothold of education for everyone. Uh, And it's going to raise the bar of knowledge around the world in many, 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 many great ways. This isn't just the United States. This isn't just the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This is a worldwide educational quest and phenomena. And if you don't believe me, look at Khan Academy, Kurt. You bring that up often. But I, but I bring this up because that, again, is a third example. And, and we can go on forever, Kurt. We brought on this lady yeah. that bought a private school just the other day. Remember that? That's right. And, uh, you know, I know we're close to the end of the hour, but one of the key things we want to bring up is you see the government schools, they continue to build their massive uh, buildings and their huge costs, uh, brick and mortar and all that stuff, and yet uh, the, you know, continual embracement, I guess is a word, uh, of the um, whole technology world to, you know, Uh, online and that kind of thing and so uh, the government doesn't want to go away from that especially all the uh, unions and all that kind of stuff simply because it would be changing the game big time Sam they lose control in that scenario Kurt which is exactly what we want because they should have had no control over it in the first place amen to that yeah. Uh, anyway, I bring this up because again, it's it's not just about this pathways program. Although we're painting it as, or, you know, pitching it as a great solution, it isn't just about the uh, perpetuation education fund. It's about a woman deciding by the spirit guiding her that she should buy a private school and run it. It's about uh, the Khan Academy guy going, "How do I help? What was it? His niece or nephew or something like that?" Right. I want to yes. help them, and so he puts together this this video just to help them, and before you know Sal it, it flourishes. Into this incredible solution, Khan Academy is what it's called. Sal Khan is the founder, if you will. Uh, there are so many solutions. I, I want to keep talking about this. Um, but what I want to do is get more guests and create a running theme because uh, this is just, I'm telling you, this is flourishing. And I'm telling you, this is so solutions oriented. It fits Liberty Roundtable perfectly. Solutions, inexpensive, innovative opportunities abound and the best part is it gives you and i an outlet to take part you gotta dig it all right hour one in the can hour two coming up libertyroundtable.com our website libertynewsradio.com our syndicator we declare this nation shall endure god save the republic of the united states of america